Hello everybody and welcome to New Music Friday. This is April 1st, 2022, and this is the show where I give you guys the big prog and music related headlines for the week. I usually try to boil it down to the top five that I came across for the week and deliver the news to you guys. I've been doing this in a live stream style format the last few weeks, but I thought I'd go back and kind of switch it up to this style format because I wasn't sure if the live stream version was really working as well as I'd hoped and it was probably an awkward time and not as much people were able to join in the chat as I was hoping. Uh, I may still do them, especially when I have Jana with me um, on special occasions, but it probably won't be a regular weekly thing like I was doing the past several weeks. So um, just kind of a heads up on that. Um, but with that being said, let's get into the news this week. Uh, first, I wanted to talk about this has been major news in the music world at large uh, not really super prog related but I think it's something a lot of people who are just interested in music um, heard about and and really affected uh, this is the passing of Taylor Hawkins the drummer of the Foo Fighters um, unfortunately he passed away last Friday um, at age 50 and it was kind of a shocking uh passing because it was unexpected he's fairly young and it was just kind of crazy that this happened so the news broke and everyone was kind of in shock over it um unfortunately they uh had a concert schedule that night and of course had to uh cancel it because of the events of this and um they've actually canceled all of their upcoming tour dates they were scheduled to perform at the grammys coming up and they've of course canceled that performance as well to deal with this tragic and sudden loss um it's such a, a heartbreaking thing that the band is dealing with i'm sure and all of the family and friends and, and also all the fans who just really are affected deeply by the whole situation so i wanted to bring some light to that because i do really like the foo fighters i think they're a great modern rock band that has really kind of championed the rock sound for the last you know 20 years or so as mainstream rock has kind of been a little bit dying out at least in kind of the you know, on radio and in the mainstream world, they've kind of carried the torch for a lot of that modern rock. And so I, I'm really proud of that for them, that they have been able to do that and really keep to their rock spirit, even while mainstream has kind of left rock behind a little bit, you know. Um, but we'll see what happens with the band moving forward. It's impossible to speculate at this point, but just a tragic loss that I'm sure a lot of people are grieving and, and it's a really sudden and difficult thing um and i just wish the best for the bandmates for of course for taylor's family and just hopefully things can continue forward and and people can um grieve in the way that they need to over this um the second piece of news um another pretty big headline from the prog world um is that genesis played their last ever show um this past week the closing show on their last Domino tour um, on March 26th in London. Um, it was basically, uh, Phil Collins has kind of been in, you know, less than stellar shape. I I, I would say, you know, he has to kind of sit um, during these concerts. And, and it was kind of apparent that this was probably going to be the last run of, of concerts for this iteration of the group for, for these three guys together. Um, 
So it was kind of made official at this final show that this is this is the last proper Genesis show that that there will be, and so it was kind of an emotional kind of moment, you know, to see this kind of ending. But it was a good kind of triumphant way to end their career um, with this great concert and string of concerts and tour that they did. Um, and kind of a cool kind of bonus piece of news to that is that Peter Gabriel apparently was in the audience for that show. Um, so he was there kind of in spirit because um, a lot of people speculated since this is their last show, will they be joined by Peter Gabriel and Steve Hackett? Will we be able to see the five of them together maybe one last time? And of course, didn't quite happen that way, but at least Peter Gabriel was there in support. Sounds like he doesn't really want to be involved in performing with Genesis and doing that sort of thing anymore. Um, but it was cool that he supported it and was there in the audience. So I just thought that was a neat thing and kind of a cool little note to end on for the group that these are incredible musicians that have a really incredible long and storied career and really were able to go out on their own terms in such a great manner. So uh, really, really happy for them and hopefully they can rest easy and, and be proud of their legacy that they've created here. They're one of the biggest uh, prog bands in existence. They kind of helped to shape the genre in its early stages. So really, really happy for them and wanted to mention that as a great item of news here today. Uh, number three, this is news near and dear to my heart. This is the new album release of Pattern Seeking Animals Only Passing Through. It came out today and it's of course the new album from the group that's made up of Spock Speared members, past and present, Ted Leonard on vocals and guitars, uh, Dave Maros on bass and Jimmy Keegan on drums, and then John, John Baghold, who's kind of been a writer for Spock's Beard for a long time. He's one of the main uh, writers here and of course plays keyboards on the record. And so it's it's a really cool record that I recommend checking out. I'm going to be talking about it in depth on the next uh, new album Spotlight coming up this next week. So really excited to dive into it and to talk about it because it's a really cool album with lots of different influences and lots of different sounds. And it's just, it's a really cool, cool next step in their discography, I'd say. And they're going to be touring a little bit coming up here at both Rossfest and then on Cruise to the Edge. So finally getting out there and performing live. Kind of an interesting tidbit I, I heard on a podcast. It was an interview with John Bighold, and he's actually not performing with the band, even though he's like the main uh, writer and main person who kind of assembled the group. Um, but he doesn't feel comfortable really playing live. Uh, he just doesn't feel like he's a good enough player and doesn't have the time and uh, to be able to practice and get to a level to be able to play live. So they're going to have two additional uh, musicians joining them on these live shows, uh, two like kind of multi-instrumentalists, one kind of a filling in for the keyboard spot and one being kind of that person in the back who can play uh, you know, all kinds of instruments, guitars and, and keyboards and backing vocals and all that kind of thing. And of course, the core of Ted Leonard, Dave Maros and uh, Jimmy Keegan will also be present at those shows. So I just thought that was that was cool. Um, Ted Leonard is kind of doing multiple duties here because I believe he's also playing with Transatlantic in their shows. So he's going to be a very busy guy around this period um, playing with Transatlantic and also playing these shows with uh, Pattern Seeking Animals. But such an incredible musician and he, I'm sure he's more than up to that task. So it's going to be fun. It's cool seeing these live shows coming out and, and things kind of somewhat resuming normalcy in terms of concerts and things. Um, so I just, I really recommend that release. Go 
go check it out. I'll be giving more of a full full review of it coming soon. Um, number four, I saw some new books are being released by some notable prog artists here. So the first, uh, Big Big Train, um, is going to be coming out with a biography, Between the Lines, the Story of a Rock Band. This is going to be published on June 16th, so uh, not too far away. Um, this is written by music journalist Grant Moon. Um, this is kind of a big document of their career as a band from their beginnings to the current date um, from their humble beginnings in Bournemouth on the UK South Coast and its slow progress through the 90s um, and then their endurance through the 2000s before charting the arrival of drummer Nicky Regilio and their breakthrough album in 2009 The Underfall Yard with vocalist uh, songwriter and multi-instrumentalist David Lungden. So the book was written primarily in 2020 and 2021 and completed um, early this year to account for David Lungden's passing and to include that in the book. So um, looks like Moon interviewed over 30 musicians who are connected with Big Big Train and their story, including Tony Banks. Um, so talking about uh, in some insight into David Lungden's audition uh, to replace Phil Collins in Genesis. So it sounds like it's going to be a really cool book, a 270-page coffee table-style hardback book with over 180 photographs and illustrations documenting the band's career and early lives of the band members. Um, so the book is available for pre-order on Burning Shed. Um, I'll put that link down below in the description. And all pre-orders will be signed and individually numbered by Big Big Train founder Greg Gregory Spotton and author Grant Moon. So very cool to see that book come out. As a big fan of that group, that you know, that's kind of a must-purchase for me. So I just wanted to mention it. So yeah, the other book that's interesting coming out is a book about Keith Emerson. Um, a new lavish and fully illustrated book in which family, friends, colleagues, and fans talk to author Chris Welch about the life, work, and legacy of Keith Emerson from before the nice and ELB through three to the Keith Emerson band. Illustrated throughout with previously unseen photos from family, friends, professional photographers, this is a celebration that tells the remarkable tale of Keith's musical evolution and his personal relationships and the cre creation of his astounding musical legacy. So it sounds like a really cool book that celebrates Keith Emerson, his life, his work, and all sorts of things illustrated and uh, should be fun. A lot of great interviews with uh, some of his family members, Carl, Carl Palmer, uh, Rick Wakeman, Alan White, uh, Jeff Downs, Rachel Flowers, Mark Bonilla, um, just a whole host of different people who are notable in the prog world and community. So uh, another one that can be pre-ordered um, at his website. So should be a pretty cool, um, cool release. Another book to come out related to prog music. So there seems to be a lot of that running around lately. And then finally, just kind of a big... A collection of singles that I saw were released by different prog bands that I wanted to mention. Um, I'll go through these fairly quickly. I'll put links down below. I always do what I call my weekly top five, where I put five different uh, singles that came out through the week that I want to point people's attention to, so you can click on the YouTube links and listen to those songs. I really always recommend that as kind of a companion uh, piece to this show, to go and listen to these great prog singles. Um, so all of these are included in that list. 
So the first is a new song from Opeth um, called Width of a Circle. This is an unreleased track from their upcoming extended edition of Incodivinum, which of course is their last album that was released a few years ago. So this is kind of an expanded uh, version of the album um, that's coming out. So this is kind of teasing that as one of the three released unreleased bonus tracks that are coming out with it so that's definitely a song worth checking out if you're a fan of opeth and especially their more recent style which kind of moves away from the death growls and death metal side of the group and more into a proggier lane so um definitely interested in that and wanted to point it out so it looks like there's a big uh edition coming out may 13th a connoisseur edition vinyl box set which includes these bonus tracks remastered by Michael Ackerfeld specifically for vinyl. Um, so that will be really cool. And then, of course, they're kind of doing a North American tour um, through later April into May. So definitely look those dates up as well. Another great single came out from Pure Reason Revolution called Phantoms. Uh, this one feels a little bit more short and kind of poppier, electric electronic based uh really cool sounds from the group their new album above cirrus is coming out may 6th on inside out music so it's really cool track to check out phantoms i know this isn't really your traditional old school prog or anything but it's a little bit more modern sounding but they do things a bit more expansive and interesting so i thought it was a really uh worthy single to check out and i'll probably be talking about their album in upcoming shows so really excited uh, tim bonus i saw today released a single always the stranger from his upcoming solo album butterfly mind um so this is an album that's due for release june 17th produced in conjunction with longtime collab collaborator brian holse and mixed and mastered by stephen wilson so this should be a really cool upcoming tim bonus album uh features uh, the rhythm section of richard jupe and nick beggs and a great spectacular guest list with ian anderson uh, dave formula peter hamill martha goddard gregory spontan uh, mark tranmer sarah costina uh, italian jazz musician nicola alessini and U.S. singer Devin Dunaway, Stephen W. Taylor, and uh, No Man violinist Ben Coleman. So really a cool group of musicians on this, and it should be a pretty cool uh, new release. So definitely wanted to highlight that and go out and check the single and see what you think. Um, Seventh Wonder released a new single called Warriors. Uh, this is kind of a heavier progressive metal band, and it's been a while since their prior release. It's been a few years. Um, this new album is going to be called The Testament, which is coming out, I believe, in, in June. So really a cool release to look forward to if you like more of that heavier um, sound, uh, fronted by Tommy Karavec, who's also very present on Arion and Arian Lucasen related releases so definitely a cool uh, single to check out there and then I saw a cool new uh, video from Jonas Lindbergh and the other side for their single Little Man which comes from their uh, last album Miles from Nowhere which came out uh, a few weeks back which I talked about in, in one of my spotlights so really uh, one of my favorite tracks from it kind of a shorter uh, track a more catchier shorter prog song that I, I really like. I like that kind of feel. So really a cool video and something to check out if you're into that like I am. So that's basically the news items I have. So a lot of new music to check out, some interesting items today. Um, I thought this was a really interesting week with a lot of stuff going on. Um, for the channel, I did 
a new music shuffle show this past week where I spotlighted several different releases that I've been enjoying throughout the month of March. Um, I really liked putting that together. I think it's a really strong video. I'm really proud of it. So please check that out if you're looking for some good new music recommendations. I talk about Rosalie Cunningham. I talk about Tiger Moth Tales, Kite Parade, um, the new Kali Walner. Um, just a, a whole host of different things. The new Tears for Fears record, which is really good as well. So I just like to put those together and give you guys some quick reviews to give you some impressions and to be able to go out and check that new music out because that's one of the hallmarks of this channel is me wanting to share great new music with you guys and showcase that Prague isn't dead. You know, it didn't end in the 70s. It's still alive and kicking and there's some great stuff if you really dig deep and uncover it. So just want to put that out there and hope you guys check that out. Um, coming up this next week, I'm, like I mentioned, I'm going to be doing a, a review of the new Pattern Seeking Animals record, which I'm really excited to get into. Um, going to be a really great show. I recommend it. I'm going to try to keep the review so much short. I've been getting comments that maybe my reviews get a little bit over long, so I'm trying to tighten things and, and be a little bit more mindful of that. But otherwise, it should be a good time, and, and I'm going to try to talk as much as I can about the, the record and how I feel about it. So that should be cool. Um, of course, all the usual stuff coming up, the Jana Reacts and all of the great things. Um, hopefully, you guys are enjoying the channel. And thank you guys for joining me. And please subscribe if you haven't yet. I do this weekly. Hopefully you like these shows. I really have fun doing it and kind of catching up on the greatest and latest news. Um, and I just hope you guys are enjoying the music out there. Whatever new releases or things that you guys are are taking stock of this at this time. Uh, today is also a Bandcamp Friday, so I want to put attention towards that. Um, if you happen to be watching this on Friday, I know a lot of people probably catch this later. Um, but Bandcamp Friday is a cool way to support artists because they give uh, a bigger portion of the profits and so forth to the artists on, on those Bandcamp Fridays, which I believe are the first Fridays of the month. So it uh, should be cool. Support the artists. I know there's a lot of great prog artists that use Bandcamp as a, as a platform for their music. So uh, thank you guys again, and please have a great time out there, and I'll hopefully catch you in another video. Thanks. Bye.